people ask me what coaching is, and I think it's the business of developing people. Developing people and empowering others. And I choose to do this through basketball. For decades, Joanne P. McCauley, also known as Coach P, was a fixture in women's college basketball, helping her teams rise to the top as she experienced uh, so much success on the court. She is now revealing her valiant fight off the court. It's her new book, Secret Warrior. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Demurf. You a fool for this one. Yeah. All right, world. When I tell you this Road to 500 campaign for Why Not Sports and the brand itself, I'm truly excited that I have this particular guest, coach over, you know what, over 70% of win, winning percentage, over 600 wins, coach prestige universities, wife, mother, author, which we're going to talk about the latest book, Secret Warrior, and someone that's taking the time to connect with yours truly here on Why Not Sports. You heard a laughing world. The list goes on. We're going to, we're going to get straight to the show, but world, help me welcome Coach Pete to Why Not Sports. Welcome. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Derek. It's it's a pleasure to be here with you, and you do great work. Oh, thank you. Thank you. See, World, I did not pay Coach P to say that, but at the same time, I will make sure that insert is being played across these social media outlets after this show. But, no, I appreciate it. Well, Coach, um, during this holiday season, happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you. You as well. It's a great, December's a great month for a lot of reasons. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to just, I want to go straight to it, coach. Mental health, your mental health advocate. Why is mental health so important to you? Well, it always has been. Um, if Secret Warrior tells the story of me being diagnosed with manic depressive disorder, otherwise known as bipolar, uh, when I was 30 years old. And on the beginnings of an incredible career with so many great student athletes. And so I was part, I guess, uh, a person that had to deal with mental health impairment a long time ago. Uh, when, when you didn't say the words mental health impairment, you didn't even utter the word mental health. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how far we've come. Mm-hmm. We have a long way to go yes. without question. Uh, the stigmas, are there and our team secret warriors probably number one hashtag is stories over stigmas so that if people can tell their stories in their own way maybe not as publicly as i have Mm -hmm. but if stories can be shared then action you know action can happen and as a a coach i'm still a coach it's just a different coaching um you know actions speak louder than words 
And so we can go from telling stories to more action and let people know that your brain is a pretty important a part of your body. Yes. And it, and it, and it must be um, handled even if you don't have mental health impairment or a diagnosis like I do. Many of the things that I talk about apply to everybody, diagnosed or not. And so we've got to get to that space, especially with the pandemic and all yes. the world has been through. Yes, yes, yes. And I forgot to add, again, excuse me, Coach P, uh, terrible host in, in this point, y'all. I'm not terrible. I'm just saying I, I just miss uh, led you guys with editing some of the things that I forgot to add. Also, a gold medalist as a coach, <laughs> yeah. a founder for Coach P for Life. Yes. So I want to make sure I put that in there at the beginning. So as we talk and it comes up, the listeners like Murph, shame on you. You should have added that for Coach P. So I want to make sure I put that out there. <laughs> well, Derek, also it's important to share that, you know, you don't line your pockets with books mm. unless you're Stephen King or some incredible author, right? Yes. You, it's something you invest in. And, you know, you have to raise dollars to build the foundation, right? So I'm, I'm, when I speak and go all the places I go, those monies come in and are tagged for the foundation, you know, Secret Warrior Foundation, so that we can have private dollars to put different places and support different programs. Um, in an ideal world, I sort of trace my, my path, you know, mission, uh, sorry, Maine first, and so this, that means the state of Maine, University of Maine, yes. and then Michigan State, that means Michigan and East Lansing primarily. Mm -hmm. And then coming to Duke, North, that means it's a great state of North Carolina, of course, and Durham and Duke. And so that's the dream. You know, we got to dream again. We've got we've to have our dreams. We, there's been too much of people just surviving, mm -hmm. you know, with the pandemic, just surviving, yes. you know, just trying to get through the next day. And... Dreams are critical to your mental health, to be thinking about incredible things you can do. Um, so that's kind of what it's about. You know, so I do I do a lot of pro bono work, meaning I help, obviously I help people and, and I go places for not so much dollars or money. Mm -hmm. And then I have places I go and I try to get a whole lot of money. Uh, <laughs> Be real with me, coach. Come on. And so, so that comes in, and, and then we can build, and, and we're building. You know, we're in the building phase. So. And that's why I'm very honored to have you on this platform as you continue to grow. Heard also, if those uh, individuals that's listening, you heard the insert that uh, she was also, Coach P was featured on Good Morning America earlier this year. So mm -hmm. that was, wow, that was definitely an eye opener for me to have the connections such as, um, you know, Miss Robin to support you and what you, you know, offer and, and the Secret Warrior book, which, wow, um, I was able to read a couple of pages from it personally and just what you're doing and being an advocate for mental health, especially during, the, you know, these times is huge because I don't have any numbers as far as the rate for, you know, people depressed, suicidal thoughts and things like that. But being an advocate, being in sports similar to you, it's good that we have that opportunity to share our truth without any people backlashing or, or, or trying to set us back from dreaming or setting our goals to to being able to be accomplished. So, Coach, again, that's something I, I definitely, truly um, glad that you're doing. I'm 
since I know you was going to be on this show, like I told you offline, I'm starting to take mental days and, and be more of an advocate myself in the workplace and also with my brand. If I can tell myself, you know, no, I'm not doing it or, you know, right. anyone else I come across. So I think, um, well, first of all, Robin Roberts is yes. one of the greatest human beings I've ever met Yes. Uh, in, in terms of who she is, in terms of what she does with her platform. You know, she she gave us at Team Secret Warrior a, a, a big boost and a chance to get the word out. And she didn't, you know, she didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And she did. And so that's something I'll you know, be forever grateful for. And she's just so special. So I just, you know, wanted to add that piece. And absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, and then all the people that have been supportive, you know, it's, it's mental health impairment is tricky. And one thing that we want to get out there is that you can succeed at the highest level. It, it's counterintuitive, the whole concept. And what I mean by that is when you have routine and human connection, and you you know, you get your good sleep and take your meds and do what you're supposed to do. It's an incredible life. And I was able to have two episodes at the University of Maine, but then go through Michigan State and Duke just beautifully. That, that's a lot of coaching. You know, that's seven years of seven. That's 20 years of balance. And then I left Duke, right? Stepped aside mm -hmm. to do this. And that's been one of the most challenging things in my life. And so it's counterintuitive. I actually had some difficulty when I was on vacation, meaning after Duke, I stepped outside in July and it was the following June, um, this past June that I had difficulty. And so again, it's, it's counterintuitive. People think you're on vacation. Well, what in the world do you have to worry about on vacation? But our minds and brains can, and this is for everybody, can think too much about things. Mm -hmm. And when we get out of routine, uh, and, and I don't mean superstitious routine, I mean just having a plan mm -hmm. and for ourselves daily. And so I so much wanted to share with people, you can win championships. You can go to the national championship game. We, of course, we didn't win it, you know. But, <laughs> but you, can, you can do these things. Absolutely. And, and yet, and that's so important because so many people feel defeated and can't accept that their brain or their mind or what, whatever could leave them, you know, could not be there or be the way, you know, it's supposed to function. And you talk about that balance, coach. Um, get coaching division one at the highest level for years, multiple programs. And, and like you said, taking them very far on a consistent basis. Can you talk about your support group, though, to help you? Because I, I can only imagine. I, I, I knew as a young man, I gave my coach a hard time. So I can imagine <laughs> being a head coach and you have multiple you know, team, uh, players on your team that you have to obviously you know, coach and mentor. How, how, how vital or important was your support in helping you, you know, still maintain even you know, doing uh, you know, some of your episodes? Well, it... it um. I can't express how vital. I mean, I can't even put that to words. Uh, not a big group of people. Obviously, very concerned about my sharing my condition. Very concerned about privacy and everything that comes with it. So my husband, I'm very fortunate, is a scientist by nature. Mm 
Mm. He's an economist and he thinks in a scientific way. So from his standpoint, he never ever panicked. You know, he always felt, okay, this is a brain. It's a special brain. I mean, he's seen my creativity or, or, you know, what can come out of a balanced brain. And he just knew that we had to get help. You know, we had to try to balance it. And it's shocking, my first, you know, diagnosis. I mean, I d denied it, didn't want to be it, didn't want to take my meds. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm an athlete. I've been I've been part of basketball for 44 years. If you, you play ball at Northwestern, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go Cats, go Cats. Um, and so it just, it's amazing that they, they, the word is survivors, you know, people that survive somebody who's been ill. Mm -hmm. And I like that word, but then I don't love that word, you know, because it's not, it's a desperate word, right? You have to survive something. Yes. Um, the way I try to paint it, um, and it's not Pollyanna because believe me, I've had my stuff, is that these are people that thrive, you know, that allowed you to thrive mm -hmm. and be better. And so I had a couple, you know, some friends and of course, psychiatrists. Mm -hmm. I had to accept that. I mean, uh, psychiatry has not always been, well, it's not valued in our country. I mean, in terms of how much psychiatrists are paid, mm -hmm. I mean, they're the bottom. And then I eventually got a therapist. And, and what's really funny is I got a therapist when I took the Duke job and I never told her I was bipolar for, for a while. And I got the therapist because of the intensity of the competition, Duke, Carolina, State, you know, the big stage, right? Mm -hmm. And the pressures, the pressures I had, I mean, I came after a very successful coach, you know, and so my first two programs were building situations, you know, building up. Mm -hmm. uh, Duke was already up. And the only thing Duke hadn't done is win a national title. Mm -hmm. And I really came to Duke and spent 13 years trying to do that. Mm -hmm. Now we didn't do it. You know, we were four straight elite eights. We missed the final fours by one one time by three points. You know, we just we could we didn't get there. Mm -hmm. um, but it's very hard when you take over an established program. And so I got my therapist, and then eventually confided confided in her. And by the way, um, I'm, I'm a I've been diagnosed with bipolar, so I relied on a therapist, a psychiatrist from Maine for a long time, who originally diagnosed me. And then she retired, and this is fairly recent, the past four years, and then I had to get a psychiatrist locally. Um, so, so I actually had a psychiatrist remotely. And I like people to hear some of these stories because they're outside the box. Yes. You know, in terms of the possibilities. Well, thanks for sharing that, Coach P. Again, it's... It's definitely good to have you on the platform again. Just sharing your truth is definitely inspiring. That's one of the reasons that I want to have you on and also promote the book on where, you know, individuals can find it in my audience. Uh, I want to kind of, I know you brought up uh, Michigan State coaching that way. How was Coach Izzo in your relationship? You know, because I'm, I'm just being honest. When I heard yeah. Michigan State and Duke, and I'm looking at the men's program, and I know, and of course, yeah. Christy, we had a good rapport between the men and the women's team. So, was it like that for you at Michigan State with Tom Izzo and Coach K at Duke? Oh, that's, I love that question. Two Hall of Famers, you know, incredible people, incredible people. 
dedicated, dedicated, um, great leadership. With Tom at, at Michigan State, it was an incredible relationship because not only is he a good person, but we were able to go to the same Final Four. So, you know, picture this, we're in yes. Indy and they're in Kansas City. And then they lost to Carolina in the semis and all those people in Indy, I'm sorry, in Kansas City came to Indy, including Tom. And we had beaten Tennessee in the semis. Nice. And so to have that experience of both programs go to the Final Four is something I can never forget. And then at Duke, Coach K is, well, Coach K, another Hall of Famer. And we had a kind of a kindred spirit on the military background. I, I'm, Na I'm a Navy brat. Okay, so he's Army. Mm -hmm. And so that was that was a kind of a spirit there. And we came three points away, three points away from both going to the Final Four together. A set would have been a second time for my, for my experiences. Mm -hmm. And that was when Brittany Griner was a freshman and we played Baylor and well she made you know she made the free throws down the stretch mm -hmm. I don't know if she was fouled by the way I'm never uh -oh. gonna it was it was one of those you know I don't know about that I got you and, coach you know Rafferees. I'm in a big 12 official on the game hmm. no ACC official on. on the game I just gotta say because my my player Crystal Thomas amazing defense against you know Brittany Griner anyway we're getting off topic there but oh, getting, <laughs> coach getting coach you know why not sports now we this is sports related I know, it's all sports. Blend in. it's sports and um anyway that team was so special at Duke that team was so special and every team is special I mean, oh, like, you know but but that group you know didn't it wasn't projected as to do as well, led by Jasmine Thomas and other other players. Um, so it was an extraordinary feeling, and all the elite eights were. I mean, that that run of four in a row was pretty special. Mm -hmm. So I, I just, you know, for Tom, I can't believe his intensity. You know, on the sidelines, he really, you know, he's. I can't believe the intensity he brings. And I love to watch his expressions and he's, you know, mm -hmm. oh, oh. Um, his players love him, mm -hmm. you know, love him. And when you go to national championships, that's what's pretty cool because your players love you and love you even more. Yes. I mean, they do, they trust what you've done and, and that's a special thing. And then Coach K again, um, lo love him. He, he endorsed the book. You know, the, the endorsements of the book are pretty hilarious. I mean, Tom Izzo, Nick Saban, uh, Coach K, and of course Tara Vanveer. I mean, incredible Molly Fletcher, incredible women. Oh yeah, uh, as well. LaChina Robinson, who's amazing. You yes. know, but it, the the group of people that came on board to support the book was quite a diverse and interesting group, and there was never a hesitation by any of them uh, when they were asked. And that's respect to you, Coach P, for sure. Yep. I appreciate that. I, no problem. I have a lot, have a lot of respect for them. No problem. Now, Coach, one of the last few questions I have, this was one that was key. You're a parent and a coach. So you coaching against one of your kids. How was that? Do you do you tell them to trap, press hard, don't you know, let them score? Like I, I gotta get I gotta get your, your your point of view with that, Coach, because when I read about that, I said, I know me, I'm a competitor and I know my kids, I'm very 
intense. I want to win all the time. So, Coach, what were your thoughts on that? So you're you're alluding to we played Elon. Yes, we, Elon. Yes, yeah. we Elon. And my daughter um, played for Charlotte Smith at Elon, an incredible person. And yes, we met them. And Reese Davis was awesome because he put us on ESPN to talk yes. about this this thing that was happening in the NCAA tournament. Uh, one of the one, a great memory, but so difficult, uh, so difficult. Of course, you coach the same and you prepare. Mm-hmm. And you do, but but there's it's a crazy feeling to have your daughter hit a three against your team. Do you cheer? You know, do you get upset? <laughs> well, you just kind of actually you just you're just like there's nothing you do. You just sort of go on to the next gotcha. play. <laughs> it's next play. It's next play. Gotcha. And the thing about it too, uh, that team knew knows Maddie, and so it was weird for them. Right. It was just the whole thing was weird. I I don't I don't recommend it. I, I don't recommend it um, in any way. And just like when we were at Duke and we were number one seed and we were sent to East Lansing because mm-hmm. the NCAA thought that'd be cute. Right. You know, let's send Coach P back to the where people are going to boo her to high right. heaven, right. Um, which in fact happened. <laughs> but, you know, that experience was funny because during that game, when I called different things, I had 10 eyes look at me, not five. Mm-hmm. Michigan State women, you know, were looking over. And so and so that was surreal um, and, and did not turn out well for us. It was extremely painful. It turned out great for Michigan State. But I, I just, some of those more odd experiences are definitely ones you remember, you know, and they, they and it's a funny feeling. You, I, and also coaching against your former coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend that either. I mean, I don't, that you know, when you, look, when you look at Nick Saban's record against his formers. He has I a mean, loss. Bama. I mean, Bama, I mean, what Bama did, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, um, I had the good fortune to shadow him for a day. I'm the only female to ever shadow Nick. Um, and I, I can't begin to tell you what he's like and isn't planning. And intensity and just everything about him but he does such a great job with the psychological part of motivation that's good and putting it in perspective so anyway your original question the answer is it was weird very strange to coach against my daughter well when i tell you this show is exciting because this is coach p you heard her just around Surrounded by greatness, have decades of experience, and still here telling her story, being a mental health advocate, uh, promoting the book, and just it's inspiring. And as student athletes and coaches, mentally, it's a mental game anyway, more than physical coaching. You know that. And for you to still, under everything, still produce at the highest of high as far as the levels and your success, I get it. So again, thank you for for being transparent and and being honest with with me and giving me some insight on these legendary coaches to let me know like it's very strategic and mental at the same time because we have to win. That's the name of the game. It's winning. And yeah, and you have to lo- love. You know, you have to love it. It's got to be passionate. You've got to yes. stay in the process. Yes. You know, you've got, you've got it's a process driven thing, and you've got to remove all the clutter. Um, 
you know, Nick Saban in one of his press conferences was talking about rat poison, you know, in terms of the things that can affect and, um, you know, the way the judging in, mm -hmm. in the writing, you know, liking to criticize yes. and like all these things and not and not always get the story. Right. And I mean, imagine the story. I mean, just imagine sitting in the meetings with Coach Saban after their Auburn game and heading into Georgia. Mm. How in the world do they, I mean, they were awful against Auburn, but of course celebrated their toughness and mm. you know what they did. I mean, it's just interesting. Sometimes I wish I could be a fly on the wall in a lot of these situations because you know the dynamics going on. You know, you know that you know the preparation, you know the thought process and the messaging. And that was very important to me as a coach. Mm -hmm. uh, to connect the dots. My my players always said, Oh, here we go. You know, Coach P is gonna connect the dots and try to form a common philosophy that stays regardless of all these other forces working against it. Yes. Well, coach, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm for real. Like uh, for me, for this Road to 500 campaign, it's a it's an honor and a privilege to have you. Blessed a platform, um, someone that has stories, and that's inspiring. Um, I haven't coached officially. But I will remember this episode as my kids get older. I remember I was with Coach P, and she said it's going to be awkward. It's going to be different, weird, but just take it play by play. I can I can just feel it between my daughter or my sons. It's going to I just feel it. And just so. remember, very different. Just got but you got to remember, father to daughter hmm. is a different construct. Okay. And generally, that's an easier one. Okay. Okay, father to son. Can be a little bit because of the almost the rivalry your gotcha. son will have with you okay and so it's it, it's different so just you got to remember coach. it's different and sometimes it's you got to step away and you tend to know when you have to do that yes thank you coach. <laughs> i'm taking i'm taking parenthood notes from coach p y'all tell you i love what i do i always have a student mentality and this is nothing different so coach p how can everyone find you um, your foundation, as well as uh, the book Secret Warrior. Yeah, uh, my social is Coach P, the number four life. That's because of the final fours I've been involved with and um, and also for life, of course. So that's Absolutely. my coaching identity now in the wider audience. Um, Secret Warriors on Amazon. And there's, a, there's an audio version that I think I, I read it. I read the book. Took me a while to get that done correctly. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's on Amazon, can be found there. And I get a lot of messages on social and I welcome them. Questions, uh, things that I can possibly help with. Um, I've had conversations with former players that have come back to me trying to ask and talk about things a little bit. So coachp.org, that's my website. And so that's a little bit more in depth about the speaking I'm doing and where I am and what's going on. And I tell you, it's a little narcissistic, meaning you have to put yourself out there. You know, you got to put yourself out there, but there's a reason for it. Yes. You know, there, there's a reason to draw and to draw support and financial support and be able to be in a position to give back. Yes. And some people have said to me, well, you know, you've got some dollars. Just why don't you do it yourself? And 
that's not the point. When I die, when I pass on, oh yeah, you know, you, you can go ahead and push monies in different places. Mm -hmm. But it's very important that this is a standalone project. It's very important that this get done the right way. So we're in the process, as we like to say, and I appreciate you and the opportunity to be with you today. Mm. Thank you, Coach. Well, why not Sports Nation? Please, it's the holiday season. Support Coach P. Check out the book. I know I have the audio version, but I will get the hard copy um, just to add it to my collection of books, especially for former guests or guests that has blessed the platform. So, Coach, again, thank you. You can find the first-time listeners also. Thank you for tuning in. Um, the avid listeners, you already know what time it is. What's up? Um, Coach P blessed us on this holiday season. We love y'all. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find Why Not Sports. Um, I'm I'm in awe, y'all. I'm in awe. But world, we gotta go. Coach P got some 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 dope events to attend to, as well as I got <laughs> other things to do as well. So I don't want to waste no more of her time. But all right, world. Until next time, you already know. Until next week, keep grinding, keep the faith. Keep on running.